the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, Most of you know I grew up in uh, Southern California. And uh, growing up, one of my favorite places to go was Knott's Berry Farm. And... uh, one of the one of the favorite things there was called the haunted shack yeah the the haunted shack now it wasn't haunted but boy it was weird i really feel like the world around us and maybe particularly the religious world even the christian world has become like the the haunted shack. What in the world do I mean? I'll be happy to tell you. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. This is the five o'clock hour. Uh, in fact, it's seven minutes after the top of the hour. My telephone number is 877 Bob Live. 877 262 5483. And this goes back many years ago. I gave you a little history lesson in Southern California. Before there was Disneyland, before there was Six Flags, before there was Cedar Point, King's Island, there was Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, Grandma and Grandpa uh, Knott's were berry farmers back in the early 1900s. And they had a big farm out in Orange County, and at that time there was nothing in Orange County. I mean nothing. There were a few orange groves, and there was the Knott Berry Farm. Well, they began selling the berries. Mrs. Knott began canning the berries and making them into jelly and marmalade and all of that stuff and began selling them at a roadside stand. And uh, then she began cooking her Southern-style meals and began feeding people. And uh, Mr. Knott got the idea to have a Wild West reenactment town there in what is now Buena Park. I don't think it was Buena Park then. And uh, so they began building it, and they built a ghost town, kind of a replica of what an Old West town would have been in the mid-1800s. And uh, they began building on and on and on, and it was free. It was free. Then they began hiring actors to portray uh, outlaws and the sheriff and so forth. They had a saloon and and uh, then they put in a train, an actual steam train that went around the outside. And they had they had every afternoon they had gunfights and uh, you could get on the train and ride around Knott's Berry Farm. And before you got around all the way around, the train was robbed. 
two robbers would come on firing their guns with blanks, of course, and, you know, and it was just fun, 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 fun. They had a place where you could pan for gold, and uh, there were characters dressed up like old miners, and and they'd show the kids how to mine for gold. And it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and uh, it was free. There was no admission. There, You could buy things. They had stores where you could buy trinkets and stuff. And I think you had to pay for the gold, the panning of gold, and so on and so forth. Uh, and then, not, it doesn't have anything to do with where I'm headed, but in the 60s, the hippies in California took over Knott's Berry Farm. They would come in at night with their sleeping bags and tents and and they they took over Knott's Berry Farm. So in order to keep the hippies out, they had to put a fence around it. And in order to keep the hippies out, they had to charge admission. And when they started to charge admission, well, they had to add a whole bunch of stuff to make it worth to people to pay. And then down the road, Disneyland was built. And now, you know, that we had competition between... Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland and so on. And now Knott's Berry Farm is a huge amusement park owned now today by the same people who own Cedar Point and uh, Kings Island. Well, one of the most interesting attractions back in the early days of Knott's Berry Farm was the Haunted Shack. It was an old wooden shack, and that's what it was. It was a shack, if I remember correctly, it had two rooms and it was tilted. It was up on its side. It was up on its edge. It wasn't flat. It wasn't level. In fact, it was far from level. And you came up to the haunted shack, and you went in. The floor was not level. And they did all kinds of optical illusions. Because of the the way the shack was situated, it looked like water ran uphill. And uh, balls and things would roll uphill. And and again, it was all an optical illusion. And it was all because of the way the floor and the walls were slanted. So what was down was really up. What was up was really down and so forth. But everything you put on the floor would roll in the same direction. It would always roll. And it, again, it looked like it was rolling uphill. They'd put a ball down, go uphill. They'd put a milk bottle down. It would roll uphill. Uh, And everything rolled in the same direction. And it seemed like it was the wrong direction, but it would roll that way. That's what's happening and has been happening for years in the religious community. And I'm talking about the Christian community in America. And what I mean by that is everything is rolling to the left. We do not see a huge revival of conservatism and things to the right. Everything's going to the left, like the haunted shack. Lutherans that were established on the Word of God have rolled to the left. Not all of them. 
but most Presbyterians. Following in the footsteps of John Knox for so many years, right down the straight and narrow biblically, and now they've gone to the left. And the Methodists, not all of them, but most of them, to the left. And this leftward trend has now come into the evangelical community. And not only are the mainline Protestant denominations like the Haunted Shack, where things are rolling in the wrong direction, now we're seeing it in evangelicalism as well. Now, in the Haunted Shack, if you put the the ball on the floor, the, the bottle on the floor... It didn't just fly, it rolled slowly in the wrong direction. And that's what we are seeing. I went through all of that. Now you know the history of Knott's Berry Farm. Some of you didn't know that. To get to this article from Christianity Today. Christianity Today, that was founded by Billy Graham down the straight and narrow, theologically conservative, it has now begun to lean to the left and is going to get worse. What do I mean specifically? Thank you for asking, and I'll answer that after this break. Yeah, stay with me. By the way, my number... 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Um, If you're a regular listener to the program, um, you will hear me attempting to stay balanced for my own sake and to encourage you to be balanced. I say it over and over and over again the answer to America's problems is not political, it's spiritual. The real impact on America is the pulpits of America, or should be, not the White House and Congress. And I believe that. But at the same time, I also try to emphasize elections are important. Government is a part of our lives. Government impacts my family, your family, my church, your church, my community, your community. And so therefore... We should be involved. And I believe that. There has to be balance. I believe the church has to be first. That's why in this last presidential election, I became so... uh, What's the best word I can use? I, I, I could use a much, much stronger word, but I'll just say concerned about how Christians became absolutely obsessed to the exclusion 
of everything else to get their candidate elected. In this case, it was Donald Trump. And by the way, I voted for Donald Trump, supported Donald Trump, but I was amazed at how Bible-believing Christians neglected their church, neglected their spiritual life. They didn't care. We got to get Donald Trump elected, and that's the only thing that matters. Well, that was important, but not nearly as important as winning people to Christ, teaching the Word of God, sharing God's love with other people. That is a thousand times more important than who gets elected to the presidency next. But here's my point. We should be doing both. I had this article in my hand from Christianity Today, and as I went through that long explanation of the haunted shack and Knott's Berry Farm in California, which, by the way, I don't think has existed for many years, here's the headline from the Christianity Today. Don't run for the school board. Education is important, but the answer lies in family discipleship, not culture wars. And I won't take time to read lengthy portions of the article, but it's four pages long by a Bonnie Christian, K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Never heard of her, but she is a columnist for Christianity Today. And here's the gist of the whole article. Don't run for school board. Who cares about what happens in the schools? We need to just disciple our children. We can't be involved in the cultural wars. We cannot get upset about homosexuality, transgenderism, and all that stuff. We can't become overly concerned about what children are being taught in schools. Critical race theory, uh, planned parenthood, uh, uh, pornography. They don't mention that, but that's what they're saying. Because there is a movement for Christians to get involved in their school district. And I applaud it. I think it's great. Run for the school board. Be involved. We are Christians. We are to be salt and light. Do not neglect the spiritual. Do not neglect your church. Don't believe that the ultimate answer is changing the educational system or getting the right political candidate elected. But guess what? We can do both. This article from Christianity Today is basically saying you have to choose. You have to choose to either get involved in the cultural wars and exposing corruption, or you've just got to bunker down in your home, board up the wind. No, they're not. They don't say that, but that's kind of the implication. Board up the windows, board up the doors, and just let the world go wherever it wants to go. And thus, the headline. Don't run for the school board. It begins. Back to school this election year will mean back to school board battles. Back to viral clips of distraught parents reaming out officials. Back to politicized debates about parental rights. Back to enjoinders, both earnest and conniving, for evangelicals and political conservatives to take over their school districts because America's future depends upon it. Well, that's overly simplistic. 
But part of the future of America is dependent upon what's taught in our schools. And why wouldn't we be concerned? Well, Christianity Today is getting involved in social justice. As I said, we are watching this leftward slant. The slant is more than a slant in the mainline Protestant denominations. They have gone so far left, they have become Ichabod, anathema, completely apostate. But they didn't get there overnight. There was a time when almost all the Lutherans believed the Bible. There was a time when almost all the Methodists believed the Bible. There was a time when Presbyterians, all of them, believed the Bible. Ah, They had differences of opinion on baptism and church government and so forth. But biblical issues, yes. But they began to drift and began to question Little by little by little, the authority of the Word of God. It's the proverbial slow leak. Now, that's happening in evangelicalism. And I really believe it began happening with the whole seeker-sensitive thing. You're a long-time listener to this program— I have been a long, long, long time critic of the seeker-sensitive movement, Bill Hybels and Willow Creek and all of that. When everybody was going crazy over that, this is the next new thing. We're going to win the nation to Jesus by seeker-sensitive Willow Creek, Bill Hybel. How has that worked out? Willow Creek has completely imploded. Bill Hybel has resigned in absolute disgrace, and the whole seeker-sensitive movement has proven to be a fraud. And yet, evangelicals, well-meaning, sincere evangelicals, went crazy over it. They didn't realize It was leaning to the left and away from the absolute authority of Scripture into the philosophy of man. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.